With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I'm Allison Chantel, Business Insider's U.S. Editor-in-Chief, and you're listening to Success How I Did It. For the past few months, we've brought you conversations with some of the most inspiring people in the world about how they've built awesome careers. This week, we're bringing you a masterclass, a roundup of some of the excellent career advice they've given. And we've got LeBron James, Steve Ballmer, Sheryl Sandberg, and more. To get started, we've got Tim Armstrong, who's the CEO of Oath. He oversees the combined entity of AOL and Yahoo underneath Verizon. Before that, he was running Google as an executive there, and he's given a lot of great advice to his kids over the years about how they can have similarly high-powered careers. To thy own self be true. What you see is what you get. If you interact with me, this is who I am. Love me or hate me. And I think being authentic is important. The second thing is a mentor crew I have. I have a bunch of advice I always give to younger people, but one of them is to build your personal entourage or board of directors. And I have five or eight people outside the company I rely on. I have one person, David Bell, used to be the CEO of IPG. He's in our office almost every day. I meet with him every Friday. And every Friday, he basically starts by telling me everything I'm doing wrong. Overall, for me, it's the most helpful meeting of the week because it always resets me back to, okay, what am I supposed to be doing as a leader? What's my job? Uh, What are those things? So I think that... You know, if you're yourself and you're authentic and you're honest and direct, the other thing I've learned from David and people like Howard Schultz and Ken Chenault and other people like that who have mentored me over the time is just be direct with people. I I did an all-company meeting with AOL and Yahoo yesterday. You know, I got asked if there's going to be impacts from doing the deal. You know, I said, yes, there are. That's what happens when two companies come together. I'm not going to beat around the bush. We're going to try to do the least amount we possibly can. But the bottom line is that's part of what's happening with the deal, and I want to be direct about it. So that directness, I think, helps a lot uh, also. I'm being honest with yourself. That was AOL's Tim Armstrong. John Scully was the youngest vice president at Pepsi. He went on to become the CEO of Apple. But when he started at Pepsi, he was in a really entry-level position that included driving Pepsi's delivery trucks and posting signs in 100-degree heat. Here's what he says made him successful at the soda giant. Well, I was always insatiably curious. I still am. I kept observing when I was working in bottling plants, resetting shelves in supermarkets, out in the trade, talking to other Pepsi bottlers, observing, thinking, asking questions. You know, why is it done this way? I think that while I didn't know what the word entrepreneur was at that time, it's exactly the characteristics that I look for when I'm looking for really good entrepreneurs to lead companies because you have to have an inquiring mind. You have to say, 
there must be a better way to do things. And now with technology at a point where everything is possible, how do we turn the possible into the probable? And it all starts with a passion to do something really well, to solve a problem in a way that's never been solved before, and to have just an incredible work ethic, to be persistent. That was John Scully. Drew Houston is the founder and CEO of Dropbox, a $10 billion company that he built up in his 20s. He came up with the idea while he was on a Chinatown bus, and he forgot his thumb drive and was feeling really frustrated. He had just finished school, but he says that when you finish school, that's just the beginning. And in fact, he says you can never start too early. So here's his advice for new graduates about how they can build high-powered careers. It really helps to start the clock early. And it really helps to think about, again, be systematic about learning. So what, what that means in practice is I've always found it valuable to ask myself, okay, one year from now, two years from now, five years from now, what will I wish I had been learning today? And what would have been a relief to my 24-year-old self is a couple things. So first is like no one's born a CEO. This is a, a an acquired skill set. And it's, furthermore, it's one that you learn on the job. So everybody is a first-time CEO by definition at some point. And second, just about everything uh, is learnable. I started out just on the engineering side. I had no real business experience. I literally went on Amazon and typed in sales or marketing or strategy and would just buy the couple top-rated books. And that's what I would do on the roof of the fraternity. I would just read. But whether it's just the fundamentals of business or things like public speaking or being more inspiring or being a better leader, these are all things you can get better at with practice. You should set your sights high in terms of what you uh, aspire to do, but you also have to be patient. It's like playing an instrument. You're not going to be great uh, as a public speaker. You're not going to improve a lot in five days, but in five years, you might be really surprised at how much you can improve. All right. So basically just get started, start the clock early. Does that mean like as soon as possible, get out there? Yeah. And don't, I think when you, the recipe to get into school is like check all these boxes and like get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Um, but real life doesn't work like that. So instead of getting ready, what you really want to do is get started. That was Dropbox's Drew Houston. Cheryl Sandberg is the COO of Facebook, and she's been known for encouraging people to lean into their careers. She tells us what she did to set herself up in her 20s and 30s for an amazing career. It really was about getting on a rocket ship, being willing to take risks and do something that, you know, I hadn't done before, like work in technology, and finding ways to start believing in myself. One thing that's worth thinking about if you're in your 20s, and you're a woman particularly, but we have men too, are lean-in circles. There are 33,000 all over the world. We grow by almost 100 a week, and we hear over and over again how much they work because they give women an explicit place to be ambitious and to support each other. None of us get through anything alone. I'm a big believer that we have to commit to things and make them a regular habit in order to make them work. And an explicit place, particularly for women to dream big, is really important. That was Facebook's Sheryl Sandberg. Steve Ballmer joined Microsoft as the 30th employee, and he eventually became the CEO after Bill Gates. He has since retired, and he now owns the L.A. Clippers. Here's what he thinks it took for him to become successful. Number one, find something to do that you're passionate about. If you're not passionate, I can't imagine how anybody can get there. Now, there are two kinds of people. My son will tell me this. Dad, there's people who live to work, and there's people who work to live. 
And I respect both of those things. But if you're trying to have a career, you're going to have a little bit more live to work in you than work to live. So passion. Number two, evidence that in hard work, evidence that in good thought and good thinking, be lucky. I know Microsoft's a talented company. We have very talented people. I certainly felt like I worked hard and had some good ideas, as did Bill Gates and Paul Allen. But if anybody says there's no luck, I don't believe that. There is some luck. There's no, what was it, George Bernard Shaw, man and Superman. No, there are people who are willing to work a little harder, willing to be a little smarter, and don't have success. And there's some people who do, and there's a luck element that distinguishes those. I'd probably highlight those things, hard work, good ideas, and put yourself in a position to get luck, if you will. I think that's very important. That was former Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer. Dan Schulman is the CEO of PayPal, and he's helped take three companies public over the course of his career. His first job was at AT&T, where he started at the lowest position possible, and his first paycheck was just a couple hundred dollars. But over 18 years, he rose to become the company's president. And he learned that the secret to success was actually helping other people. I do think there's no substitute for really hard work. But I think the thing that launched my career at at and I had a pretty tragic thing happen in my family. Uh, my sister died, and uh, I was leading a big team at the time. And, you know, I had to take time off. It was a difficult, difficult time. And when I came back... I realized my team had really hung in there with me, and I just realized that what we had accomplished was completely what they had accomplished. I gave them full 100% credit. I think what I learned there is giving credit to others actually attracts more and more people to your team because they want to be a part of that team because they know that it's a team that is going to work together as one team. Nobody's going to try and take credit over somebody else. In many ways, leadership is about defining reality and inspiring hope. But if you have these great people around you and they know that what they do is going to be recognized, it can be incredibly powerful. That was PayPal's Dan Shulman. Finally, we'll leave you with a pro tip from a different kind of leader, LeBron James. The Cleveland Cavalier has won three championships, and he's great at motivating his team both on and off the court. He says that anyone can become a great leader. Well, I think um, you have to accept it. I think some people were born with it, but some people learn it as well. For me, as the leader of our franchise and the leader of my household and the leader of so many different things, I think it's the confidence, but it's also you practicing what you preach. Uh, I'm not a guy who just talks about it. I actually go out and do it as well from a basketball perspective or from a leadership perspective with my kids and my foundation. You know, we have a promise initiative where they promise me that they will go to school, they will listen to their teachers, they'd be great to their classmates, and I promise them that I will continue to be a great role model, a father figure for them, and, and not let those guys down. So I take that responsibility, and I don't just talk about it. I actually do it as well. So... Uh, when you're able to come through on your word, it allows the guys that you're leading, male or female, to be able to say, okay, uh, we can follow this person because he, he won't let us down. No matter if it's going good or bad, uh, you know, every day is not a bed of roses. We understand that, and you have to be able to handle adversity as well. Thanks for listening to the Success How I Did It Masterclass. 
We'll be back next week with a new interview. But in the meantime, please be sure to subscribe on Acast or iTunes and leave us a review. It really helps. I'm Allison Chantel. See you next week. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.